Hello and welcome to the fourth and final day's Cheltenham Festival preview for 2020. I am, of course, your host Richard Churchill, uh, and for the first time, I can tell you that you can follow me on Twitter at rchurchill26. Yeah, here he is. Here I am. Uh, Martin Fagan joins me. Hello, mate. Oh no, sorry. What's happening, Church? So, uh, <laughs> uh, Rob Alexander also present. I am present. Uh, and David Barnes is still here. Can I see your tweets without following you or not? Yeah, you can. Last time I couldn't. No, you can now. Church has a private uh, profile. I've removed, no, I've removed the protection because... Um, Barnes, why didn't you... I was job hunting previously. Why didn't you just uh, fucking open a Twitter lad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking now. David Barnes. <laughs> David anyway, fucking Barnes. Anyway, add icing pints. Hashtag <laughs> 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 pints of snakey. Uh, <laughs> snakey snake for life. We start, of course, with the Triumph Hurdle, the first grade one of... Gold Cup Day. The market is headed by the three to one favourite Solo. Goshen is a is the second fab. You can get seven to two about that. All mankind is at fours. Aspire Tower is available at sixes. It's double figures the rest. David Barnes, where are you lining up your money for the first race of Gold Cup Friday? For the nap of the festival. Nap of the festival. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Give us a horse. Uh, wait, solo. Wait. Burns. Solo. Wow. It's your nap. Ten to three. Three to one. Mate. You can get you can get Burlington at Ladbrook's Coral. Uh, he, otherwise you get three to hold one. Hold on a minute. Did I hear nap of the festival? He's like 10, 15 lengths clear of these. Like Who's the nap of the festival, Barnes? Solo wins. There's there's no ways about it. He's so professional. What's the race, Barnes? Triumph hurdle. Nice little WhatsApp. I'm glad that's been recorded twice. <laughs> uh, so solo to win the Triumph Hurdle. Pray tell why. When I was watching the Adonis, I was just like... Um, Wanker. I'm not too sure about this Triumph Hurdle. There's been a few hit and miss horses. They all want to go from the front. They're all not cases. And then I saw this horse. It's like, travel like a dream. Done everything right. And it's just shot clear on the running. And I was like, this is something else. This is 10, 15 pound clear of what I've ever seen. And uh, and now you can get 130. Exactly, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've been backing it ever since. Martin Fagan, tell me, do you disagree? Mate, to be honest, Church, I haven't really got a massive, I haven't really got a massive opinion in this race. Um, throughout the season, similar to what Barnsley says, I've kind of been looking at the ones who end up fab and thinking, you want to be against them just because um, they're kind of highly strung they want to go from the front and you, you're looking at the race and kind of thinking the obvious which a lot of people have said in previews and that that it could turn into a a bit of a a bit of a pace a pace burn up job but I do look at the race and think it's, it's just a bit of a mindful for me Um. Sorry to not have any strong views on a lot of things today, but I haven't got a strong view on this race. The, the one thing I would say is, obviously, Aspire Tower likes to, go to, likes to go from the front, even though he probably can, out of the three uh, market leaders, he's probably the most likely to not have, to go, have to go there. Okay. Uh, sorry, four, yeah. Uh, Goshen, obviously, likes to. Um, it was a bit 
off-putting. I think it was was it Fontwell when he went left uh, left handed and he kept jumping right. Was it? Fontwell was left handed, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a bit off-putting, but like then again, it was a shit race and you were so far clear, you don't really know. But it, but it would be a worry for me. All mankind looks like a fucking lunatic. I do, I do, I do appreciate the fact that Solo looked really, really good that day. But the same sort of thing we said in the champion about Evertante, Kempton is a completely different course to Cheltenham, and we've seen it with. Can't remember the what was the Nichols horse again? There was another Nichols horse we did a few years ago. We did who did similar? Do bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you can count that with the Zartan, I guess. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I'd say he's tons better than both of them. He, yeah, he just destroyed this. Do you agree? Do you agree with? But the, it was a very slow time, wasn't it? Do you agree with the hundred and fifty-seven? Do you agree with the hundred and fifty-seven? Absolutely not. But um, you think he's just at least? No, he's got a stone in hand. On a that. stone in hand of the no, market on leaders. That, on that, you you cut it back and say one fifty, but. Um, he was just so professional that day, and gosh, and and uh, all mankind, he looked so unprofessional to me. Do you so think they're gonna go forward and possibly set up the race for someone? Exactly. <clears throat> if he they can certain, travel yeah, off them, that can happen. Well, but if if that is the case, I've not got a strong opinion in the race. But the one I would be leaning to, I said it to you on the day that she won um, a fairy house with the Willie Mullins horse. She went off, I think seven to one on the day that being in victory. Burning victory, um, you can get 20 not burning victory as it stands. Sire's Nathaniel. Um, if you just go down, obviously I don't do any sort of times myself and anything like that, but if you just look, she ran first time up for any sort of horse. She ran a, she ran a decent time that, that day of Fairy House. Like, if you look at any of the market lead, leaders, Solo, All Mankind, Aspire Tower, Goshen, the first run they ever had in England or Ireland, Mate, I, they ran similar or worse but... from being in victory. Does he win a runner there? No, well, I'm going to get to that. But you look at being in victory and you watch that race back at Fairyhouse, she literally did not jump a single hurdle. She was absolutely terrible. But sometimes. Was her engine that got her through? Sometimes, sometimes trainers have these horses and they come from the flat. They don't understand what they're meant to be doing. Willie. I don't claim to know exactly what he does behind the behind the scenes, but I know there's been times when he's had horses like Devan, etc., and he hasn't really schooled them as much as maybe other trainers would, like a Nichols, for example, who literally schools them every single day to to get them jumping. But there's no doubt if 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 Willie sends Benavitti to the triumph, she will have been schooled to jump better than she did that day at Fairy House, and if she jumps the first couple and. You obviously know they're going to go a decent gallop. She likes to be held up. She, for, for what she done first time up on a platform, I think she was rated about ninety odd or whatever. Yeah. She she wouldn't she wouldn't be out of it for me. And in a race where the way I look at it, the shape of the race, the shape is there's a load of lunatics that come to the market. Could could Goshen be a superstar if he does everything right? Yes. Could Solo do similar? Yes. But I don't want to find out at three, four to one. Mm-hmm. So if she lines up, I think being a victory, I think, what is she now? 20s? 20s. No, 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 best. But then I also look at the reason. I had a little, I've already backed her, but I had a little go the other day as well because I do look and I think, Willie Mullins, I think after the race, he was like, oh, she probably won't go in the triumph, this and that, we've got these races. But he's probably sat there now and sat, sat down and thought, hold on a minute. 
I've got a horse here. He hasn't got anything else. The only horses he's got for the triumph here is I think he's got Ben and Victor who won that race and then he's got the other one that went off far uh, well not far but shorter than it hook hook up and um hook up was the one who actually I mean you watched the race actually I think it worked in Revance and mm-hmm. Hook Up was the one that came there really travelling. Uh, I think the sires yeah the sires no risk at all. I think that was forties. Came there really going well under under Rachel Blackmore, got a little bit of trouble. Ran ran okay. Um I'd still obviously prefer Ben and Victory because Ben and Victory came there cruising, got a little bit, uh, clattered through every, every hurdle, won well. So I just think in an open looking race, wouldn't be too confident, but you never go wrong back on Willie Mullins, put up a good time figure, first time off. If you can get her to jump a bit better, she wouldn't be the worst bet at 20 to 1, considering there's a couple of highly strong ones at the front of the market, yes. and it could end up being. Even if Barnsley's right and solo wins ten lengths, it's it wouldn't be a surprise if Goshen and all mankind absolutely bomb out yeah. and this spin a bit gets to be thirty lengths and comes there or whatever. Well, and, and, and you still get you still get paid your place. It's certainly good that he doesn't have a strong gym. But I'm still <laughs> able to chat for eight minutes, mate. <laughs> on the dot. Uh, Rob, can you uh, back up solo or have you got um... I'm just gonna question Mark. Obviously the rating he's got is ridiculous, but the Adonis was followed by two other two-mile hurdles in that, and you've got both in the uh, in the Kingwell hurdle. You've got a horse song for someone. Not going to have any chance in, in a Grade One race run about four seconds quicker. And you've You'd got probably win the champ though, wouldn't it? And you've got Highway One Hundred Two running a second quicker, carrying. They're both carrying a pound less than Solo. I don't think. The form is one five seven. I think time form have it much more accurate on on what the horses have actually achieved on the track. You've got Goshen on one four eight, Aspire Tower one four five, and All Mankind on so on one four four. I think it's a lot more accurate than what the actual BHA handicapper has uh, given it. In terms of the front four, I think. Yeah, I'm not really that keen on uh, having a big opinion on ju- Juvenile Hurdle, but I think I'd probably have a slight preference for All Mankind, purely for what he's done to uh, two horses that have gone on to frank the form very well, Cerberus and Nordano. Uh, Cerberus ran a big race in the Grade 1 at the DRF, and Nordano absolutely bolted up in a handicap recently in Open big Company. Race. He stopped running. Who stopped running? Cerberus. About him that day, he was like, yeah, but he's he's gone on to run well again in another grade run race. Honestly, if any, if and I any, think all mankind has won at Cheltenham as well, so that that gives him a slight preference. But again, I don't really have a strong opinion on the race. I know, I know, I know obviously it's a different day to the Fred Winter, but it, I do, I don't think they're going to go there. But if Joseph decides that, I think they're both Joseph aren't they? the service and mm-hmm. wave to see if he decides any of them two are going to go to fucking. I know this is pointless because people are probably listening to the Friday and thinking, ah, oh, Fagan's chatting shit now. It won the fucking Fred Winter on Wednesday. <laughs> but um, if he if he was to go, if he was to go to Fred Winter with Cerberus or Away with the Sea, I don't think they've got bad marks at all. No. Um, it's, a, it's a proper shit race. I know I, I was... If I you're was, listening before Wednesday, <laughs> Cerberus for the Fred Winter should it go. If you've somehow just got so addicted that you listen to the all four days in one and now you're still yes. before... However... Wednesday. 
They probably won't run there, but I just don't see the point. Why is Joseph going to run them all in the triumph when he... Well, I don't know. It seems, though, that the biggest shout of the race is for Solo. Barnes, you have just described it as your nap of the festival. I can't believe that. Uh, That's which is fantastic. Uh, nice to get such a strong vote. Uh, as we move on to the Albert Bartlett Novices Hurdle. Yeah. Uh, a field headed by Time Hill at 9-2. to 11-2 uh, about Monkfish. Latest exhibition is in its sixes. It's uh, you can probably get single figures on Harry Senior and latest exhibition. It's double figures. The rest, Rob, carry on please from where you left off on the county with a pick in the Albert Bartlett. Well, this just looks like one of the deepest novice hurdles you'll kind of ever see. You've got form two strong form lines in Ireland. You've got potentially a third one as well in Ireland. You've got the English one with Time Hill. Harry Senior looks like he'll relish a step up and trip. Ramsey's the Taylor has done nothing wrong. He's very experienced. If you like a horse, everyone talks about the Albert Bartlett as if you need a horse that's battle-hardened, etc, etc. Ramsey's the Taylor probably suits that in any ground. And then you've got horses that, like, latest exhibition has done nothing wrong. A horse that finished behind it at Leopardstown looks like it'll need a step up and trip Cobbler's Way. It's a very, very deep race. You've got the second string of Rich Ritchie A1, also looks like a proper stayer and galloper. Danny, yeah. Danny Mullins gave that a good shout. It's, on the, it's very, very oh, sorry, hard. David, David Mullins it's gave it a good shout. Very, very it. hard, but like, I think I do feel like there might be some. It might be a time for horses with a lot of experience to actually come to the fore here because there are a lot of there are a lot of good looking novices, but they can't all be that good, basically, is is my opinion. So I think I do think Ramsey's detail he's got a good chance. And then if there's good in the description, I'm not gonna if there's if there's good ground on the day, I don't I don't think the casual man is without a chance. He's thirty three to one, fifty to one. Yeah, you can get fifties normal no bet on the casual man. I don't think he should be dismissed uh, if there's good in the description. He was very classy on the flat. He's taken to hurdling very well. Uh, his run behind uh, Time Hill and the Chalo, I thought was very good, and I think over three miles, staying on up that hill, there'll be plenty of horses that are crying for after the likes of Ramsey's and Detea and Cashelman. Very nice. Uh, just keep on going. So, uh, mentioned there was... I mentioned uh, loads there. Yeah, but the, way, the main ones you seem to pick out were Ramsey's Detea uh, at 12s, the Cashelman, which you can get at 50s, and there was a bit of a shout for A1, which is at, uh, available at 33s. Yeah. And you look at the history of this race, like any, any sort of price can win it. So if you fancy something as a strong stayer, yeah, couldn't put you really off anything, whatever the price. Okay, Barnes, the Albert Bartlett, a number of runners, a strong race as described. Have you managed to thumb a couple out? If Ramsey's detail wins it, the game's dead. Well, uh, uh, nah, you've, the team. you've lost the blood there. Uh, but the one I'm going to be backing is Cobbler's Way. Cobbler's Way, which probably will get a bit of a shout. That's available at 14. Yeah. Yeah, he ran a cracker behind her latest exhibition last time, and uh, obviously th- this this is a 
race where uh, stamina is key and uh, he, he looked like he was going to fade away last time over two mile six but he ran on really really well to finish second yeah it surprised me that he actually managed to finish second in that yeah, race yeah and he had very little experience uh, so um, for this race I think he might be the ideal candidate and uh, I'll be taking a chance on him at a biggest price very nice Cobbler's Way yeah, I do like him uh, Fagan finishes off for the Albert Bartlett um, I wouldn't be as aggressive as Barnsley was about Ramsey's retire I think Rob made a good point um, this, a couple of years ago everyone was saying the type of horse you want from this is something that's battle hard and mm-hmm. been there done that it it's, does always come across a bit of a slog of a race mate, all you have to do I know I've said it a few times but you go through the last 10 years just if I just say the last ten prices that have won this race last ten years, thirty three to one, fifteen to eight. I'll add a little asterisk there and say the fifteen to eight chance was Bob's way, future Gold Cup winner. Seven to one, <laughs> eleven to eight. The eleven to eight chance was at Fisher's Cross, who I think was pretty close to Fav the next year in the stairs, didn't win. Uh, thirty three to one, fourteen, eleven, sixteen, thirty three, fifty. So. It's just it's a it's not like the Supreme, it's not like the Ballymore. It's a race where even if you do fancy something at a short price, you need to really, really fancy it strongly to get involved for me because big prices do win this. Like you look you look at the Neptune look at the Neptune, the Ballymore, and you look at the Supreme and you look at the thirty three chance and you look and thinking, This wouldn't win an handicap here, love hundred and forty <laughs> this thing. Whereas in this, you don't really know. Like it's it's an hard race. Last so what year, conclusion do you draw like? I draw that if you're backing something at a short price or you're saying Ramsey's the tire has no chance I don't think you can draw that conclusion in this I think Everton has a, a chance it's just it depends what your betting strategy is like I did like a horse in this called Run Wild Fred but if he was like a 33 chance or something like, like first approach was last year for no means I'd probably have a little go but I don't know what price he is now, maybe 16, 20 sort of thing. It's it it doesn't really it doesn't really appeal to me. The one that the one that I thought just Run well Fred you can get twenty-five yeah. in a place. What price is uh, twenty to one generally? What price is Sempo? I mentioned him in the because he, he was Sempo uh twenty to one with three bookies that'll probably actually take a bet. Sempo, three six five hills in sky and then Sem- sixteen to one generally. Sempo's one uh, like, like we were talking before about the cross cross form lines, obviously from the the bumper. If if Abbe and then Boy Allen and all these sort of ones yeah. run well, then Sempo would obviously we'll go off half the points. He 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 look a good bet in something like this, but he also looks the type that he looks like a Martin Pipe sort of mm-hmm. three miles there, and he'd have a go in your battle. But for me, like it's just such a tough race. It's something I look at on the day and decide. Then the one at the head of the market, if I had to choose one, if I was forced to choose one at the head of the market, I love Lisa's exhibition. Um, I love the yeah. a bumper horse. I think I sent you a message at the start of the season saying this was a very good novice. I think. I think I sent you. Said. I sent you a picture of a screenshot of him and Patsy and said yeah. these two are very, very, very good novices. Yeah. Patsy hasn't really proved himself yet, but I think he is well handicapped, and this fella's really good. And it was when he came second, second to Abracadabra, he got beat three lengths over two miles, and I was like. I was like, this is a fucking stay of this. I was like, how's he get how's he only getting beat three mile but by what I think is gonna be the Supreme Horse? And then next time out he was about five, sixes for the for this race at Navin, over two and a half against Andy Dufresne, who everyone was saying was the next the next coming. Mm-hmm. And he beat him. And he beat him well. 
Yeah. Making a massive mistake as well. Oh, yeah, he twatted one down the back, didn't he? Mm. And everyone was like, oh, I think he went fucking whatever place, yeah, 16, whatever, yeah, 20. And, him, and he, he came back on the bridle, Cooper was quiet on him, and he ended up winning. He, he won comfy that day. And then, although if you look on the, on the figures, he's not up there with some of them. Because Leopardstown, as I said, if you listen to the Supreme preview, that was where Lexidane ran that day, and he just mm. went no gallop. And that wouldn't have suited him at all, yeah. because he looks like an absolute stayer. And he was very weak that day, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And he won, and he won well. And I just do look and think, if there's one at the front of the market who I think will definitely stay three mile, who races the right way, as in he doesn't, he's not keen, he, he, it sounds like a cliche, but he does race behind the bridle, he's going to get there, he should stay three mile, he never has, but he's got a finishing kick as well, doesn't he? That's the thing. He battles, he has a kick. I just think. at the front of the market, if I had to pick one, it probably relates to the exhibition. But then, as I think it was Barnes, he mentioned, you mentioned Cobblers. Mm. If you if you like related to the exhibition, you probably have to look at Cobblers' way and say... He, he looked he like the steer in the race. The one, the, one, the one thing I did love about Cobblers' way on that day, and to be honest, you, you'd be... You'd be st- is he, what price is Cobblers' way? 14 or something. Yeah. I thought she was yeah. bigger than that. I thought she was about 20 times. But yeah, if he's 16 or, or whatever on the day... Maybe an extra place or two because it's it's an early race on the card. Cobblers would be interesting just because I think he's run five races in his lifetime. He's never been out the first two. Henry won the race last year with uh, Miller and Dog. And if you watch that race at Leopardstown, he went no gallop, as I've said about that 20 times. Mm. But it's the way he jumps. He jumps, he, he jumps, he jumps, he jumps, he looks, he looks like he mm-hmm. absolutely loves the game. And the best thing for me was. At the time, I watched the race and I thought, Longhouse Poet, no way, he goes to Albert Bartlett because he doesn't stay. Mm. But then I watched it back and thought, it might not be the fact that he doesn't stay. It's just the cobbler's way looks beat. And then he comes back and beats him on, on how, the line to get the how, how does he finish So I look, I look yeah. at cobbler's and I think, he definitely wants the trip. Mm. So it's, it's a bit of a strange race for me because I know the stats say you want something at a big price. And If you were to have one bet though. One. One okay, well, give us two. It's just sum up, basically sum up what you're saying. You like Cobbler's Way at a price. I think if I was to have one bet or one sort of style of bet, I'd have to stick with the latest exhibition form line with Cobbler's Way. But as I've said earlier, it depends what's happened in the previous days because the form lines might suggest that something else is okay. stronger. Okay. But we should say that Sam Hill is a very, very solid favourite here. Yeah, yeah but he won, the, he won the shallow. Can't win the shallow. Can't win. As Rob said about the hunting, it's not called Cheltenham, it's called Cheltenham, probably. Uh, right, we're moving on to the feature race of the festival. It the Martin Five. <laughs> the Cheltenham Gold Cup. And the market for the Gold Cup is headed by Santini and Album Photo, last year's winner. Santini is a strong 92. You can get fours on Album Photo, but. Sorry, uh, 72, sorry, for Santini. You can get fours on album photo, but again, 72 pretty much across the board. Delta Work and Lost in Translation coming at sixes. Clanders Oboe at sevens. Kenboy, you can get at nines, and it's double figures. The rest, Martin Fagan, you seem eager to discuss the Cheltenham Gold Cup. Tell me, why? Can I just say no comment? Great. Rob, San- <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> Mate, it's a chase, ch- isn't it? Rob, tell me about the uh, Chuck and Gold Cup. Where, is Santini a fair favourite? I so, don't really back? understand how Santini has earned his right to be the same price as last year's winner. 
at seven to two joint fabs like album photo he got the same prep last year i think he's got a very good chance of being the first since best mate to uh, retain his title santini's probably done nothing wrong but he just doesn't look like he has the class of of last year's winner uh, in terms of anything else at a bigger price I'm going to give a squeak. I was going to say presenting Percy, but I don't think that's as possible as this one. I think Klander's oboe, yeah, you, people will argue that he's not got form around Cheltenham, but... That is a fair argument. Uh, or is it not? I don't think it is, because... I'm trying to look well, at As you say that, Bond, you sort of nod your head that you think that is a fair argument. I think it's a very fair argument. He's been there multiple times and uh, Paul Nichols seems to be deluded by some thought that it was his preparation last year, but I, I couldn't see that at all. I, I think he's... Um, I think it's a time between races, isn't it? That's, that's his thought and I'm not really going to stop Paul Nichols from having an opinion on racehorses. Mm. I, I think he's... But if you've won two King Georges and you've been to Cheltenham multiple times and bombed out every single time. He's not bombed that, he's not bombed out though, has he? Like He bombed out in the Triumph, he bombed out last year, like in a very poor Gold Cup for me. Like, finished What was second last year? Annabali Flag. Yes. And what was third? Bristol the May? I'll just say yes. I don't, honestly don't know. He's not what he's Yes, but he probably doesn't handle Cheltenham that well. Like he's yes, over fences. He finished second in the Dipper. He finished second in the Caspian Caviar Gold Cup. It's probably not the form we want to be going second into. Second to Oscar Whiskey, wasn't it? Uh, second to Whisper in the Dipper, and second to Guitar oh, Pete so, in yeah. the. Yeah, so we're not Caviar. talking about top class horses here, are we? We're not talking about top class Cheltenham form, but. For me, I think I do feel the preparation has been better this season. I'm not so sure about Santino. Delta work possibly, but he looks like he's finishing tired as well over three miles. Where the three mile two, well, I'm literally just looking at this is the possibility. Race over and over again the Gold Cup, like and uh, Albion photo. I think he looks a fair price Albion photo. It eluded me last year, but it probably shouldn't have, because he fit every criteria, which is like a horse that hasn't run in the race before, a second season novice, and uh, for me, Delta Work and Santini just like look like prime candidates. Delta Work and Santini. Uh, am I allowed back into the conversation? Or sure. Yeah. Lost in translation, mate. As Rob, how did you say first? Tried to, but I don't know if it made any sense. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> I, I like Rob has sort of flirted around a couple of things. What did Rob tell... If you were to have a bet in the Gold Cup right now, gun to your head. Why is, you... always, why is it always a gun to the head? Because that's just the way I roll, mate. <laughs> I feel like Albion Photo should be clear favourite. If I had a gun to my head, I don't I think it should be joint favourite. I think I'd Santini. So, so is that saying, are you saying, I would with say, that in mind, are you backing Albion Photo yeah, or are you avoiding yeah, I Santini? Am, I am backing Albion Photo to win again. Okay. And you can do so at four to one uh, with William Hill. I don't understand that it was a bigger price than Santini. Uh, Don't understand. Fair enough. Fagan, come back in. Uh, 
Well, yeah, um, I do like Albion photo. I think, I think what Barn were you trying to slag slag the horn off from last year because of X X X was was X, this amount of lens behind. You can do that with any goal cup. You really can. You can go back and look at look at these yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. The one yeah. thing I would say about Albion photo is he he won well last year, but he didn't jump well. He definitely didn't jump well on the day. What is he now? Barnsley on Betfair. Um, he's probably worth five points on. Albion photo. Betfair. He's probably. It's, it's currently five point three to back. Yeah. So on the day, you'll probably get the same price. You if you get seven to two or maybe under the. I know someone else said this. I think it might have been was it Keenan. Someone said that on the preview somewhere, but it, it makes a lot of sense. I've, I've spoke about fallen, fallen insurance before. If you can get fallen insurance on Albion Photo at about three to one or bigger, for me, three to one that he's the best horse in the race is 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 a good bet. The reason why I wouldn't back him at seven to two or fours is because I am really worried about his jumping. Last year, I was surprised he got away with it because he, he did he did it it a few. Uh, Ken Boy. Obviously, has ability, but if he can't beat Delta Wear around Leopardstown, I doubt he can beat him at Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. He's probably more of an ainty style horse. Santini, yes, I understand why he has a chance in the Gold Cup, but the fact that he's the same price as a few, as a previous Gold Cup winner for me is scandalous. He's the type of horse that, yes, can he win five, six, seven lengths? Of course he can, but also can he be outpaced? Like Don Polly did, or or all these other horses. Yeah, he also can. You need to travel at Cheltenham. Was Don Polly outpaced? I think I think he just got over. he got a bad ride. ride he yeah. was also outpaced as well. I think you do need to travel in a race. Every Gold Cup winner you ever see, you do need to travel unless it's really really bad ground. Which looking at the forecast, I don't think it's going to be. I can understand when people say, "Oh, you need a bit of pace in the Gold Cup," but he's got he, he's, he's beat he's beat Black Up over two and a half miles. Mate, and yeah, has Black Up got pace? Well. He's beat him over two Mate, and a half miles. He's, 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 he's a he's a he's a that finishing kick in the um quarter star novice chase at King George in uh, King George Day was like something else like. And mate, I, I didn't date. I know what you're saying about Santini, but I, but you've loved him for a long time, and there's nothing anyone can say to change your mind. And I I get it. If he was six mm-hmm. seven to one, I'd be like, yeah, he's Fair. a good each way bet. But the price he is he, for me he can't be the same price as Albion Photo because he's been there done that. Even though he d- he doesn't jump in good. the normal race, yeah, I would agree with you. But in in these sort of races, Mate, this is a always goal. the way this, where this is a strong goal club for me. It, it's always the way where the new ones come to the fore. No, I know you mean mm. the trends and the stats say mm. that it's not one that's won it before, and it's this mm. and that, and that's why I think if the ground dries out the way, I think it it will. I know a lot of people have been talking of lost in translation, but the bet would be for me Delta Wear. Like at the end of the day, this year he's had three runs. His first run a down Patrick. Wasn't wasn't ready. Doesn't really matter. Leopardstown. He's been there twice. The Irish, the, the stereotypical Irish trials. Mm. And the best thing about it for me is he's won twice. But if you listen to what Gordon Elliott says, he doesn't work well. He doesn't work well at home. He's mm. just an horse that gets there on the track and and just does it. But it's baffling to me how he says, "Oh, he would have beat everyone in the uh, RSA last year if he'd have run his race," but. Everything was against Santini last year, and he, he traded odds on. He should have won the race, but he, he just didn't get home as well as. Uh... Nah, mate, I, I get it. Like the one issue for me would be, 
I don't necessarily have a, have a massive opinion in the Gold Cup. If it's if it's really soft, soft or heavy, I'll probably back out in photo um, for the insurance because I know he gets he gets the trip. He goes on any ground. He proved that last last season. Um, but if it is any anywhere near half decent, good to soft. If you just go through Delta Works form, if it's got soft in the description, he's not the same horse. If it's mm. it's got any any mention of good, he's he's almost unbeatable. And if it's if it's good to soft on the Friday and Delta Work is anywhere near five to one, he's a fucking belter. He's, he's not Delta Work. He's he's an each way bet and before you ask so no, you're going to say you're going to mention Clanders Oval no okay because we've already discussed that but Delta work so the ground ground depends on ground being good well if you'd ask the trainer if you'd ask Gordon he, he wouldn't be asked and if you look through his form it's not necessarily that he's bad on soft he won he, yeah it's called cup is it last one Mm-hmm. He won that on on soft, but if you go back and look throughout the history, all his form, it does, it's not necessarily that he doesn't like it. Yeah. It's just he seems to have a better record on good soft. Okay. And if if you say if it's soft, soft or heavy or whatever, and it's more testing, then I think the horses with less less tactical speed and more stamina, like the boat. Santini like bands so, so I think they they, they kind of come into it's, it's fair to say yeah, it's fair to say that after all of this Rob's picked Album Photo Barnes has picked Santini Fagan has Ground Dependent picked Delta Work we obviously know exactly who we want our money to go I have a question for you last year's third a hero of chasing uh, over the last couple of years Bristol Demai you can back at 25s is it worth a throwaway each way back? mate I wouldn't rule him out at all at the end of the day he's, he's pretty consistent and that was a de- that was a decent run last year I wouldn't be backing him myself, but I also wouldn't put anyone off. Like he, he's, yeah, he'll he's get a, around and he's one of the he's horses, a one seventy horse. He's so one of the horses who, run, who runs to his who runs to his figure pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't. But I am right in saying you'd back Alvin Photo, Rob. I probably would. Yeah, you'd back Santini, David, yeah. and Fagan. You're backing. Depends on the ground, mate. If it, if it if it the ground's got any sort of good in the description, you want Delta a back work. Delta work each way. Right. Well, there you go, listeners. Uh, just back the front three in the market. <laughs> <laughs> mate, hey, how that's how it is sometimes. That's how it is sometimes. Uh, I personally, not that it matters, but I think Rob made a very good point. In fancy last Christmas. year's winner, do you fancy Christmas? Can't really be the same price as Santini. Uh, well, how many repeat winners has there been? Uh, multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to the the county handicap hurdle next this sounds like one for Fagan this sounds like one for Fagan please Fagan just keep in mind that we don't have all night slash day I think someone else should go before me I'm not joking Uh, okay I'll happily I'll go over my one for the race yeah uh, is Can I just say I had I think right. seven or six or seven for this I race. Was ha- I was literally just about you, to go you, for my one for the race. And were you happy? Yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> what I was going to say before you mentioned your shutter. No, listen. I had about Love six or price. seven for this race, and they all got great. Well, that means you've got none now. No, I've got a few. Okay, good. Rob, go one for the race. Right, you're ready now. There's a horse trained by Nicky Henderson. Not William Mullins. It's not William Mullins. It's not a big price, but I think a Jolly can go quite well in this race. Uh, ran a couple of times at Cheltenham last year as a juvenile, showing f- fair bit of form. 
juvenile trial, finished third behind Fakir Duduri and actually wasn't that disgraced in the triumph either. Uh, after long break, about 200 days, he came back at Ascot in November uh, and I thought run actually quite an eye-catching race. Uh, because it was off a layoff, it was encouraging. He faded late on after travelling well on the inside. It actually reminded me a bit of uh, the Betfair hurdle winner this year, Pick Dory. Uh, Go on, yeah, boy. Yeah. It was... It perhaps looked lifeless, but I think he actually travelled very well and will we'll come on for a run. He's actually been dropped uh, a pound for that. It looks like... Nicky Henderson has decided to keep him on that on that mark of I think it's one four one for this race. Uh, I think he looks like a type that will travel well near near enough the front end. Possibly a question mark he'll get up the hill, but I don't think. Yeah, I think it wouldn't really surprise me if he has uh, his say in the finish. And yeah, I think that's one with a decent chance. You can get that is a jolly. Yeah, you can get 14 to 1 in a couple of places, 12 generally. You certainly can. Of course, being the handicap race, you get five places at Paddy's and Betfair, uh, and you can get 14s at Hill with five places. Yeah, I think he's one I'll, I'll look to keep on side on the race anyway. Okay, Barnes, for the county, have you got any um, shouts? I've only got one, I actually asked my man Fagan about it, Charlie, the other week, and he, he wasn't so keen. And... <laughs> I, <laughs> but I did say that about fucking uh, silly assembly when you first mentioned it, and then it come back after. So don't don't. Oh, so you like it, Charlie? No. No, no, I definitely don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was interested in Charlie, but the one that really uh, piqued my interest was, of course, called uh, Stolen Silver. Stolen Silver. Yeah, I thought he would be declared for the Supreme today. Did realise he's switched up, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to overlook that. Stones have even back at 25s in places. Uh, I'm not a man who uh, bears grudges. But, uh, I'd say you definitely are. <laughs> he was beaten only 1.5 lengths by uh, Chantry House at Cheltenham. Uh, he was uh, given £6 to Chantry House that day, and he's like a three to one shot, uh, 6 to 1 shot sorry, for the uh, Supreme Hurdle. Uh, he lost his chance at the start. At Newbury recently, um, and he ran on really, really well. He was um, basically he could have been the winner if he'd started off well that day. It was a silly start with the standing start, and um, I, w- I was really surprised they didn't they didn't declare him for the Supreme today. So I assume he goes here, and off one four three, I think he's got a great chance. Fair enough. That is stolen silver. Yeah, lovely. So we've had one from Rob, we've had one from Barnes, we're obviously expecting 101 from Fagan. If you can condense it down to 30 or so seconds on each run of Fagan, that'd be great. Uh, well, yeah, I, I did say I had initially out of our seven or eight, and they've all been all not running. One of them was obviously Constantine, who's running the maze, novice, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I've still got a couple. Uh, the main one, now, I wasn't really too interested in them because... Um, I thought it was going to be quite a strong county. Like when you see the initial entries, it looks strong because you see all these ones you fancy you've been running in handicaps all season or whatever. Because this for me is like just fucking. I love handicap hurdles, especially two mile. This for me is like you see the entries, it's like fucking handicap hurdle porn. Okay. And then obviously you get the confirmations, and some of them, some of them not there, and it's like okay, fair enough. I'm not as excited, but it sounds ridiculous to say you're in a handicap hurdle. But the one that stands out now is the Fav, Sheldon Edge. 
Um, yeah, fab. The eight's the one favourite. Mate, he should be fours. Um, should be fours. He's hundred. He's rated at hundred and thirty-nine now. I think he ran off. If I'm not mistaken, hundred and thirty-five in the Betfair. Uh, he got beat three quarters of the length by Pete Dory. But he did a lot of donkey work there. He was left in front well too yeah. soon. He definitely won't be like that in this race. And the main thing for me is, he was rated 135 in the Betfair Aero. That was his Irish mark. If he wouldn't have ran there, and he would have came, just got entered in the county, every single fucking Irish horse that got assessed by the handicapper, by the UK handicapper, they all went up five, six, seven, eight pounds. And he's gone up four pounds from his 135 which was his eyes mark before he ran the Betfair. He ran off that. He got beat three quarters of the length in a obviously a decent race. And now he's up four pounds, 139. So he's probably gone up less than most of the Irish horses who come over for the festival in the handicaps, even though he's got beat three quarters of the length, whereas half of these have just run in proper shite novice hurdles and no one knows whether the form's good enough or not. So for me, although he is bad, I think on the day you'll probably be a lot shorter. I hope he's not because I, I want to take six, seven, eight with an extra place or two. We'll have to see about that. Uh, that probably wasn't 30 seconds. But yeah, next no, one, Tati. Um, I hope he doesn't run in here because I think he's probably well, got a better chance in the Collar Cup. That's you've already given that. Yeah, if, he, if, he, if he runs here, I'll have to back him because he's off 139 and I probably think he's more like 148, 150 or so. I'll be forced to back a horse that what does he want, do you think? Do you think he want, yeah. I think he demands you. Do you remember that horse called Elliot? Do you remember that horse called Elliot? He used to have that was definitely well handicapped, but he didn't know the trip. I think it's called the Soto County. He knew it was well handicapped. Yeah, yeah. But he, I just think he's he might be tripless. I don't know, but he's probably personally I'd run him over two and a half. I think I, I think the pipe might be ideal. Nah, I don't he, think he's a proper. He's got no pace at all, has he? But it's a big step from going two mile left and to three mile. I think sure I think enough, the pipe yeah. is a proper stage mm. race. So if he runs in the county after one three nine, I'll, I'll back him. But he wouldn't be a great bet. Uh, Aglant in the soil. Aglantine in the soy we mentioned for the Coral Cup. No. she's running off one hundred and forty nine, which is, is, it's a high mark. Like she's got form with Constantista, who by this time, if you. If you if you listen to the Friday, she she would have pissed in the maze. <laughs> so, uh, not forty-nine, not that bad. But no massive view in this. I just think do see how the edge should go close. If you can get six, seven, eight to one in a day with extra places, he's probably the best. Uh, the one who did attract a lot of support was Adamon. He's running off one hundred and forty-nine. He's a he's also really did like last year. He ran okay in the Supreme, considering the ground and the way. The forecast looks it probably will be half decent ground on the Friday now, which a lot of people have got really lucky about. 149 probably isn't the worst mark in the world, but the price 9 10 to 1. I can see him winning, but it, it, it just doesn't appeal to me. It's just one I wanted to mention just because me and Balanzi talked about him in the fact that we thought he was underpriced and he could go well, but he's probably for What do you think about Solomon Silver after the uh, better? Were you taking with him? Or? I just, I just, I just can't back. Twister. Them sort of trainers in the handicaps like this, mate. Fair enough. And then if you go back through the history of this race, it's either Ireland, specifically mm. Willie, uh, yeah, yeah. or Nichols. And then if you go back a couple of years since that, it's, 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 it's progressed to mm. Ireland, Willie, Nichols, or uh, or Skelton. Mm. And the one obviously that looks like. A, it's been plotted, plotted up from the, ske- from the skeletons. Is my my head? He won it uh, two. He won it two years ago off 
can't remember what the mark was. He won it off now. Similar to this, I think, wasn't it? But uh, he ran in it last year, wow. and he ran off. Of, oh, of course he is, mate. Yeah. He's been plotted up for this. Uh, he ran off 153 last year, and he's only beaten nine lengths by another one of their plot horses, Chisabello. Mm. Uh, he got beaten nine lengths of 153. He's rated 142 now, so he's £11 lower. He has to go close, like... Me, well, and, me and Barnes, he didn't back him the year he won. I think he won a 33 with Bridges on because we were convinced he needed good ground. We and talked about him. He, we very we kept talking about him and stuff about how he was ready to win Andy Cavill. So he won and stuff. So that's, he, that's my heart if you will go close. Yeah, but, but I just feel like... The strong bit you've got is sealed in there at the front of the market. Uh, and you also... Look like, me. I've just looked on Mason Post actually. Is Adam on Fav? Uh, well, on the machine, Mahayad's Fav at 10.0. Aramon and Sildon Edge are 12.0 and Jarley is 14. I'm not going to lie, Church. I'm, I'm really sad about this race because I had a few in there and I thought it'd all go well, but yeah. One question I've got a, a quick mention for Mac the Man, a horse I've been given the nod for. <laughs> I don't know much about it. Who's, who's giving you that? I refuse to reveal my sources, but. That was fab for the Imperial Cup before it got cancelled, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. actually there was a chance it needed the Imperial Cup to get into this. Possibly. Um, but. Could, st- could still get in despite the Imperial Cup. I'll give him bitter dimension Even because if, if that doesn't run in the Coral Cup, it'll probably run here. So that is embittered. Uh, and what about Chesterfield? Who Church, went I don't like Mathema- I don't like Matherman because he brought down Harambe in the in the Beffer Hill, and he was going to poach no, down Harambe. Mate, mate he, was, he, was, he, was, he was going to he was going to get the side cast. He was going to get, get the side down. He was got brought down by another horse, so was it? Well, ah, no, fair enough. Yeah, he was in front. As that argument will. Battle on, we'll move to the Fox Hunters like chase. Squeeze, was it? <laughs> As we do. As we do. Um, Bat the Fab. Can we just skip that? We've got to give it a small mention, don't we? Uh, Barnes, anything for the Fox Hunters? Nope. Um, didn't ask you, Fagan. Billaway looks like it should go a favourite to me. Billaway now is uh, currently sitting at 6-1. to one. It was extremely impressive the first time. Um, they've been wanting to win this with Patrick for a while, so... Six to, six to one looks like he could shorten a lot to me, but I'm, I'm not an expert in this kind of. No, I yeah, I think I think you're right. It's probably between Billaway and Staker Wallace. Yeah, uh, I know Derek O'Connor now rides Staker Wallace for Ender Bolger. Willie Mullins really has a runner for Patrick, so I think it's probably between those two. So it's Billaway, who as I say, you can back at sixes. Staker Wallace, who you can back at nines. It is great to see Don Poley listed on the card. Uh, Sixteen. Is he qualified? Glass for the path. I don't know. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Uh, absolutely superb to see, though. Uh, I think it'll be between them. Between Billaway and Staker Wallace. Now we move on to the penultimate race of the festival. Uh, is the Grand Annual, the Johnny Henderson Grand Annual. Uh, Robert Alexander, please tell me, when looking at the Grand Annual card, do you agree that the current fab of Greenatine? <laughs> That's not correct, is it? Green <laughs> team? I don't know. Uh, is uh, at 6-1 to one and Lisp at, uh, at we can get 8-1. to one. Are either of those backable? And if not, where's my money going? Uh, I kind of had my eye on Lisp as soon as it came third behind uh, Mr. Fisher and Al Dancer at Doncaster recently. Okay. He's got smart handicap hurdle form. I think he's... Actually performed very well in his three chase starts. Uh, he came fifth in the county hurdle last year, so Cheltenham form is no, it's no bad thing when you come into a race like this. 
There's not a lot of juice in his price, but I think he does look the ideal type. Uh, he jumped and travelled well from front for a long way. And I think he's probably a 7 to £10 better chaser than he was a hurdler. So I think there's a bit of juice in his mark that's exactly the same as it was over hurdles. So I think, yeah, I think he's probably the one. That is for the least. Me. Yeah. That you can back currently. It's sevens pretty much across the board, but there is one standout firm at eight. And that is, of course, Beck Victor. Now, mm. uh, David Barnes, anything to say right? for the uh, Johnny Henderson Grand Annual? This is what we race because it's so unique. Like, uh, you need a horse. Who's <laughs> <laughs> laughing at that? It's a lovely race, mate. <laughs> lovely race. You need a horse that can go a, a breakneck pace, travel, jump. And uh, you look at novices that have run in this race before, you usually fall flat on the flight. So um, I'm surprised Grenadine is as short he is, as he is. My lap of the meeting. We're supposed to run here, but he... You have a lap. You're going to have 12 and a half. <laughs> it was so low, mate. <laughs> Oops. I, I was really keen on um, what's wrong with you to run it and uh, put to bed the ghost of last year, but it, it, it seems he's not been entered. So the other one I'd really like is um, a horse that was really short last year, not another muddle. He hasn't run since, but um, he's been pulled out of a few races, and I'm hoping that uh, they've been saving him for this one. Fair enough. That is not another model. I hope so too. Uh, which you can back at uh, 20s is available, uh, and the first one you mentioned there was... Well, we'll just stick with that, shall we? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't mention it. No, that's fine. Uh, I really like Brennan does. It, but it was... Um, that's going to the brown plate, we hope. Well, who knows? We don't yeah. hope. Well, Barnes probably doesn't hope. We right? hope not. Oh, do we? Oh, right. Well, someone else hopes that. I'll put it on my list. Um, Barnes had backed it purely because it's probably going to go there instead of the Grand Annual. Oh, right. Okay. Now, uh, the final race of the festival is uh, the Martin Pipe, uh, for which I will leave the last word to Martin Fagan so Barnes I think it might be a long last the Martin, yeah, the Martin Fagan I'm really not good. I'm not looking forward to the next 25 minutes to talk about three horses but hey ho David Barnes can you get us through a quick word on the Martin Pike have I ever gave you a horse for this and it's been shite yes no <laughs> can't name me one well, I can't name you any horse ever yeah. uh, apart from Safir Durr uh, <laughs> I've never gave you that <laughs> but uh, Barnes the Martin Pike the final race of the festival Where's where's my money going? I, I'm relying on you. Well, uh, fair use your man for this, but no. I was really keen to see if uh, Stratum came in because who? Stratum. 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 How do you pronounce it? Because he's completely not what you want for this race. Well, Fagan, you just let someone else have an opinion, and then you mm. can pipe up. Maybe this is my favourite thing in the world. Sorry. So, Barnes. So that's Stratum. Yeah, it's Stratum. Yeah, so. I, I don't know where he's going to go or if he's even going to come here because he's never been to the festival before. Um, but it's currently yeah. available at 16 to 1. I'll lay that. Fang and Sharp. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> he's an out-and-out state. He won the most brutal test of a flat hold you could ever see in your life. The Cambridgeshire at uh, Newmarket was um, on heavy ground. And... Uh, I'm not entirely sure he'll come here, but if he okay. does... A nice each way for Beck. 
Very nice. Rob. Like, Might see Trey Bet at the price Vegas just put down on a sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd have down one million to one. <laughs> uh, anything else, Bones, for no. the Martin Pipe? Rob, for the Martin Pipe? I think I'll probably leave the uh, the one million. Ma- the main ones to Martin. Fagan. Yeah. But uh, he's given me a couple to talk about here. <laughs> That's good of him. It's about 20, really, but. To be fair, I think probably the, well, not even probably, the, definitely the price has gone on the, well, it looks like the current market leader front view for Joseph Patrick O'Brien. Uh, he looks like a stay and chaser, exactly the type you need in this kind of race. Uh, fairly unexposed over hurdles, has got a decent mark. Nice. But the well, price... Without, so that's currently, as you said, the market leader at five. Yeah, I just think he's well handicapped on what he's done in in decent races in Ireland. Came second in the grade three last time. I just think he's probably been left on a few pounds too low a mark. Uh, one that I would be interested in uh, based on whatever happens in the festival. To be, For example, if Darva Star... Uh, runs a big race in the champion hurdle then there's a horse of Charles Burns Dr. Duffy Dr. Duffy that again looks like a three mile chaser Uh, Uh, he's got form over two and a half miles in bumpers three miles over hurdles yes he's probably fairly exposed but you can never fully say that about a Charles Burns horse uh, been given a fairly quiet time the last couple of times. Looks like he, well, I guess he's tried to qualify for the per attempts, but it could have all been uh, a bit of a ruse about that. He's had a go at Cheltenham, where he wasn't disgraced in a in a, actually a reasonable novice hurdle, beating two and a quarter lengths by Champagne Well. Uh, and I look, I think he looks a fairly big price to. Uh, in this race, I think he's... You can get 25. Yeah, I think I'll... Bigger. Yeah, he looks the kind of type that'll he'll run a fair race. Maybe won't be good enough to win, but can can get you a bit of place money. Okay, so that was Dr. Duffy, tied in somewhat to the Darvish Star form for the champion hurdle, but still a nice price. Uh, and the first one that you mentioned there was the front of the market front view. Front view, yeah. Nice. Fagan, yes. the final race of the festival is often one that you enjoy... Uh, well, it was perusing the form of. It used to be the second last, but now they've made it last. Now it's it's pretty it best. Where is your money landing? Uh, I've got three. I've got three church. Um, should I do it in price order? Yes. Yeah. So basically, the first one is is obviously the most obvious one. Uh, Column of Fire. Um, he's trained by the man you wanted to be trained by, Gordon Elliott. He's got a very similar profile to last year's. Makes me sick saying it, but second should have been the winner. Tell us to pick on. Uh, he's got handicap hurdle experience. He came third in the twenty eight runner race, uh, three mile handicap hurdle at Leopardstown, which is something that, for example, a horse slightly shorter than him from view doesn't have. From view, for me, as much as he might have looked a good price at 16, 14, 12, 11, 10, all these sort of prices at five, six to one, you've got to look and think. He's not the greatest hurdler, and he might, he might just have an attitude problem. Don't know whether he's going to go through with it and battle, and at that sort of price, he wouldn't be for me. Um, 
all of my flights got Everton. He's got the handicap level experience. The mark isn't bad at all. He, he he's literally carbon copy of that of the big dog from last year. And also another thing is he's sired by Robin Deschamps, who has a hundred percent record in the Martin Pipe. He's had two runners, uh, blow by blow, one side of Champ, one, and um, he also had that one that was going to run last year for Ollie Murphy, but didn't run. But if it would have run, it would have fucking won. You put it up in the race <laughs> yeah. last year. But yeah, obviously, yeah, Robin Deschamps has got a good record in his race, two runners, two winners, and I think it's just because it's it's the style of horse you want. You want a big three-mile chaser, and that's what Robin Deschamps has. He... he, he Breeds these sorts of horses. Unfortunately, obviously passed away. He's not going to breed anymore. But another one. Well, the first one was. Just to repeat. The first one was Colin Fire. He's just the obvious Fire. one. Another another one, but uh, I didn't actually write it down. I think I had it on a, on a, on something in work. I haven't got it yet. But if you go through the last I think it's last six years and you just read off every single Gigginstown Town stud horse in this race. They, they they basically buy they go to sales and they buy three mile chases and this is what you want to win this race and every if you go back and you back to every game in the in this race you'd be a fucking rich man I tell you that and you wouldn't have done your bollocks at all and that's up um, so that's why the number one that's was Colin Fire he's far okay. or close to yeah he wasn't really one I wanted to put up but the more I look at the race I think he's got a solid chance I'm open right. I'm open the market skewed by front view and I like the way you're thinking and all these sort of ones Parley on who's literally He's back at a Philip Philip Hobbs horse in a Martin Pipe. Uh, literally give up the game if you're back on that. Um, the second one in there is probably just because he is Gordon Elliott, is the boss's Oscar. That's a sea of blue. Uh, he's an horse I've just liked all year. There's, there's just something about him. I look at him and I think he's a stayer. There's a chance it's because our kid's son's called Oscar. I don't know whether it's just that, but... Good. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm I've, I've watched him. I've watched him. Every every run, I always look at him and think he, he wants a trip. The time, last time, wasn't bad at all. Davey, uh, uh, he was very, very, very easy on him. He didn't jump great, but it's one of them. You, you look at a Gordon Elliott horse and he doesn't jump great up the straight, but if it's going for a handicap, it, it's not an issue at all. He'd be my second in line. But I think at the current prices, if all these were like eight, nine to one, I'd probably pick Colin Fire. But my main bet, just because of the simple fact that he's a much bigger price right now, I think he might be 14. He might not run in this race, but my main bet would be five o'clock. I think uh, Beth Victor seems to know what they're talking about. They're eight. They're probably the right price. If, if anything, a tiny bit big. But yeah, he's just... He's just exactly what I look for when I look for the winner of this race and we're talking like December onwards to start looking for these sort of things. He's just a massive, big staying chaser. The annoying thing is, he looks exactly like, and it might be because he's fucking Rich Richie, he looks exactly like a horse I put up a couple of years back. Remember um, Burrow Saints? Mm. Put him up in this fucking Churchy's favourite jockey ever, Lizzie Kelly Road, and I was like, here we go. Fucking, it's on, and he ran a fucking stinker. He didn't run a, he didn't, he didn't run a single yard. But then you look back now, and he's, he's one yard he's, of the he's race. What, he's, he's what 12, 12 to whatever the price he is for the Grand National. And you look and thinking, well, he won the Irish National. You're not thinking, how did he, how did he not win the Martin Pipe? I've won mm. thirty eight or whatever he is. But some horses just, just don't like it. But this, this five o'clock, he, he's a similar type in terms of he's a big staying chaser. Exactly what you need. Um, he beat front view last time. He finished six lengths in front of him. Front view gets six pound. And I know a lot of people will look at that race and think, 
front few getting six pounds, he'll definitely beat him. But for me, front few, there's a chance he hasn't got the right attitude. Whereas five o'clock is just he's a stayer. He's got the ability. He'll go. He'll gallop. He'll definitely get to the line. Uh, at the prices, I'd much rather back five o'clock at what is he fourteen mm-hmm. than uh, than from view of five or six. Yeah, you can get you can get sixteen with Coral. Another thing which I clocked onto, which obviously what I said about Colin Fire with uh, Robin the champion, hundred percent record in the race. If you look at five o'clock, is the sire of five o'clock is a horse called Cockerico, and Cockerico sire is a horse called Robin de Champ. So. There's a little, there's a, there's a little bit of breeding. There's a little bit of heritage there, saying say, saying that any horse by Cockerico might be able to. Very nice. Keep it, keep it in the family and win the Martin Pipe for, for the for Willie. Fantastic. I don't know whether so your gonna... your trio to to sum up was Column of Fire. Yep. The boss is Oscar, Fire but perhaps your strongest bet was five o'clock. At the prices now. At the yeah. prices. Not necessarily what I think will win them. Will will we'll go closest. There was an yeah. outside shout for Doctor Duffy and. We like front view, but the price is probably not there anymore. Yeah, exactly that. Fair enough. Yeah. So, what I want now is your best bet for Friday. Barnes, I'd probably put you down for having solo as your best bet for Friday in the Triumph. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your? Have you got a next best or an each way shout for Friday that you quite like? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see Santini out of the three or four. Okay, Santini in the Gold Cup. Rob, your best bet for Friday in your next best slash each way pike. Uh, are you all right to ask Fagan first? Yes, Fagan. Best bet for Friday. Uh, it all depends on prices, Church. Obviously, I love. I, the, I love, I love that is the way betting works. I love the Martin Pipe. So if we're talking about here the market on a day and they're all running and five o'clock for fourteen chance, it'd be him. Okay. If he doesn't run, which I'm probably fifty fifty whether he does or not, and we've got column column of fire, and he's a similar price to from view column of fire for me. He has to go close. Okay. He just he's trained by the right man. He's got the form and everything. But Con- Con- so you're saying Conor Fire will go close one way or another. Whether it's the best bet is price dependent, but Conor Fire will go close. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Uh, and Rob. Yeah, I like Lisp in the Grand Annual. Lisp in the Grand Annual, very nice. And and then as next best, uh, I've actually been persuaded by Barnes's chat. Here, I think Cobbler's Way looks a lovely, lovely show for the Albert Bartlett. Very nice. Okay. So that's Column of Fire, Solo and Lisp as the best bet, <laughs> with 5 o'clock Santini and Cobbler's Way, but all providing some each way slash next best value. Best bet of the festival then, your nap of the festival. What definitely wins slash is your nap? Uh, solo should be even uh, Disco Rama is the best each way bet. Disco Rama is the best. Oh no, the storyteller. The storyteller, very Both nice. Really good each way bet. Okay, uh, Fagan, nap of the festival. Mine are both each way, so it's a, it's an each way nap and, a, and an each way bet. If that's okay. Uh, you just give me your nap of the festival. Yes, I just played the game. Uh, my each way nap of the festival is Abracadabra in the first race. Uh, if you take three, four, five, any places, I think he should be in the frame. Okay. And the each way bet at the moment and any anywhere close to nine, ten, eleven to one is a concertista. Just for the plain simple fact that I think she should be about six. So your nap is abracadabras, your bet, next best slash each way poke is concertista. Rob Alexander, net your nap and your next best. 
I think plan of attack has to go very close in the Kimura. Okay. Uh, and then, as an each way bet, I just love Big River in the Ottawa. I love Big River. I love to hear it. I, having read and listened to you all, I'm happy to put up Envoy Allen as the nap of the first. <laughs> you, you, you love you love a stable fab like that. Uh, and each way, I uh, will happily, as Barnes put in the storyteller, I will happily put in Disco Rama. So our Nap Yankee. I think I've had a nightmare actually. I think I've. Our Nap Yankee. I possibly fancy storyteller more, but if you're putting that in there, that's fine. Our Nap Yankee is Avocadabra. Oh wow. Solo, Plan of Attack, and Envoy Allen. That's Our next best slash each way Yankee is Concert Easter, the storyteller. Big River and Disco Rama. Wins. Just <laughs> wins. I'd like to thank you, Martin. Unfortunately, Fain. Big River and Disco Rama are running in the same race. Oh, are they? Good. I'll, take I'll put another one in. Take out Big River okay. and I'll put in Embittered, whatever it runs in. Oh, oh you boy. Coral Cup or County. So that's Quantity, so the storyteller, Embittered and Disco Rama. Thank you very much, Martin Fagan. Thank you very much, Rob Alexander. Thank you, And thank you very much, David Barnes. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Good luck to all at the festival. Obviously, at this point, you only have a day left. I'd like to thank you very much for downloading the Judges Guide podcast, and we will see and speak to you very soon.